0: From the Office of the City Auditor in Austin, Texas, this is Audit ATX,
1: a podcast about the audits and investigations our office does to make Austin better for all residents.
0: We're your hosts, Sarah
1: and Max. In this episode, we're talking with investigator Andrew Williams about an investigation our office recently conducted. This investigation found that a Parks and Recreation employee misused city resources by taking city property. Welcome back to Audit ATX, Andrew. Thanks, Max. Good to be back. Andrew, could you briefly summarize what we found in this report? Yeah. In this case, we found that a part employee essentially took
2: city property, property that did not belong to them, home for a few months. That property was obtained from a state facility, and I'm happy to go into details about that happened. It became the property of the Parks Department. And then when this employee transferred to another city department, in mid-2022, they took that property with them and, and kept it with them for a few months.
0: So what city property was misused in this investigation exactly?
2: We found that the employee essentially misused a city bicycle and a couple pieces of IT equipment, a couple computer monitors.
1: And Andrew, this report mentions a state resale facility. What is that? Yeah, this is pretty interesting that Texas State Agency
2: maintains a facility here in in Austin that essentially sells surplus materials, furniture, things actually that are um, behind or confiscated at the airport at Bergstrom International. So things like multi-tools and all sorts of gadgets that you can't take on a plane with you, but also things like old chairs and desks, but also vehicles and things like bicycles and old IT equipment. And and anybody can go and peruse the stuff at this gigantic warehouse. All right.
1: And could you help explain the relationship between this state agency operating the resale site and that with the local Austin city government? Yeah. So basically, the state has
2: an agreement with the city of Austin. And in return for the city giving some surplus property and confiscated items from the airport, stuff like that, to the facility for resale, this agreement in place that's been around for several years allows city of Austin employees to actually get items at no cost to themselves personally for use by the city. So those are items that can be used for you know city purposes. And the city maintains credit balance based on all the items that it's given to the surplus facility. And so employees who have city purchasing credit cards called pro cards can essentially obtain items for their department's use and deduct from that credit balance at the facility.
0: Got it. So in the report, the employee told the informant in the investigation here that he planned to take the bike home from the state resale site to fix the bike up. Would that have been appropriate under any circumstances since he's framing it as not permanently taking the bike, but looking to fix it up?
2: That's a good question. I think in general, city property is supposed to remain on city premises. Now, there are certainly exceptions to that, and we've seen instances in which certain city departments allow city employees to take city property home. For example, some city departments allow employees to take an assigned city vehicle home. There are usually very strict procedures for when that is appropriate, or maybe a sign out process. So I would say that general expectation is probably that city property remain on premises and there, there could be exceptions under under certain conditions. But no, I don't think it would have been appropriate for the employee to, to take the property home, even if it were true that they intended to take it home to, to fix it and then bring it back.
1: And Andrew, does the amount of time an employee is misusing city resources matter in a case like this because the employee had these items in his possession for almost two months? Yes,
2: I, I do think that's a, that's an important detail. I think the circumstances of how city property ends up in someone's personal possession, I, I do think that's important. Two months is, is certainly a shorter time than in, in other cases that we've seen, but it's also two full months in which other city employees would not have been able to use this property. So there's certainly, in in my view, a uh, potential impact on, on department operations because you know, the bicycle and those computer monitors were intended for use by city employees in a city facility. So that said, we've seen instances in which employees have held onto property likely for, for longer. And in other circumstances, too, we've seen instances in which employees have taken city property and then attempted to sell it. So we didn't find evidence that that occurred in this case. So I think that's, that's worth noting as well.
1: Gotcha. And on that, does it matter that he eventually returned these items to the city? I think that's an important detail. We certainly point that out in our report. After we talked to, to the employee in question,
2: the employee returned all the items to the Parks and Recreation Department. I think that's, that's important. I think that shows that the employee recognized that what they did was, was not correct and, and returned it quickly after our conversation.
0: Got it. And so we've discussed the bike that was misused. Um, Now let's talk about the computer monitors. So you mentioned that those were misused, and in the report it states that the employee had two city-owned computer monitors in his car. Can you tell us more about why that was misuse in this case, as I think a lot of us that um, are city employees that work from home do have city monitors outside of the office? So if you could explain the difference there to us, that would be great.
2: Sure. And I'm happy to be perfectly candid about my my setup. You know, many of us here in, in our office are working remotely almost all of the time. And that means that me, for instance, I, I have two computer monitors at my home and I have kept them here since the beginning of the pandemic. I think the important detail here is that one, the employee was not using those monitors in in a remote capacity. The employee was not working remotely and so didn't have a business case for for why they had those monitors with them. The second important detail with regard to the computer monitors is that when the employee transferred from the Parks and Recreation Department to another city department, they took what was effectively Parks and Recreation property with them, but they didn't take that property to their office at the new city department where they had computer monitors already. The employee could have just kept those two Parks and Recreation monitors at their part office, but instead they chose to take them with them and to keep them in their in their vehicle. And so we found that was, that was misuse because that was personal use of, of city property. So as long as we're, we're still using our IT equipment that the city gave us at home just for, for city work and for a city purpose, and that if we're going to transfer departments or leave the city entirely, as long as we return that equipment to the department that purchased it, I don't think other city employees should, should worry about potential implications of working remotely and, and keeping city property at, at home
0: it. And presumably, when other city employees have technology devices at their homes for their work purposes, those have been approved by their supervisors and other folks in the office. So there's sort of a records management component here as well.
2: Absolutely. In in all cases, the department is usually going to have a telework policy in place that's going to set parameters for, for city employees to use specific equipment. And then the department generally, or at least ours does, keeps an inventory of who has what items and, and how many of them. And, and yes, the supervisor in, in all of these cases should be aware of what equipment has has left the city premises to, to be at an employee's home for city use.
1: Ultimately, these items appear to be relatively low cost, Andrew. Can you explain the importance of investigating a misuse of city resources, even when they involve smaller monetary amounts?
2: Yeah, yeah. This this is a this is a great question, Max. So I'm I'm glad you asked. These items all told are probably worth a uh, several hundred dollars. So the the city bike itself, its original purchase price, had somebody from the outside, like a, a city resident, bought it. It would have cost them five hundred dollars. And we actually could not find documentation for the IT equipment, so we couldn't verify how much those monitors would have cost. But they're probably each worth fifty or a hundred dollars, if I were guessing. So all told. This is not a case that involves the highest dollar amount per se. It's more the fact that to commit a code violation involving a misuse of city resources, we have to think more about just a dollar value. We have to think about whether the item was intended for for personal use. And in this case, not only did we find that the employee took these items without permission and kept them in his possession for a couple months, did not appear to have any intention of returning them until until we spoke to, to the employee. So there did appear to be at, at least an appearance of a, of a desire to hold on to these items permanently, even though the employee had transferred departments. So I, I think it's important that we not focus so much on the, on the dollar value of the items but on the circumstances in which which they were taken. And I should also note that some important details came to light later in the investigation, and several of the things that the employee told us about the circumstances in which they got these items and in which they took them home didn't appear to be true. We believe that the employee told us some some rather misleading things in the course of our interview with them. And I think that was an additional, that was just an observation in, in our report, but we think that was an important detail in that this employee was was not forthcoming with us in the course of the interview about how they obtained the
1: items and, and
2: what they intended to do with the items.
1: Andrew, as always, thanks for all of your hard work on this case, and we really appreciate having you back on Audit ATX with us.
2: Well, thanks again. It was a real pleasure.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Audit ATX. This report is available on our website at austintexas.gov
1: auditor. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Austin Auditor and subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts.
0: Until next time. Bye-bye.